0: Okay, hello, everybody. Welcome to Quinspiracy. This is another edition. <laughs> I'm just banging them out, man. Just banging them out. Because there's so much to do, you know. But <clears throat> I actually could be putting out a lot more, but I'm not like a jukebox, man. This takes talent. You got to know how to do this shit. But, uh, I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't do it by myself, so, I probably could, but I don't think it would be as good as me having my friend Andrew Rich stop by. Or call, call, he would not stop by, he's very, very serious. So, I'm gonna put him on the speaker. Andrew, how are you?
1: How's it going? Do you even remember what I look like at this
0: point? (laughs) Of, (laughs) of, Of course I do, man, you know? I still know what all my hoes look like.
1: <laughs> we were we were seeing each other pretty much every day. Well, not every day, but almost every day. It seemed so like, uh, it seemed like every months,
0: it seemed like every minute, right?
1: <laughs> and then uh, and then all of a sudden, cold turkey, I'm out of Anthony Quinn's life.
0: Wow, are you really though? But you're on his show right now.
1: Well, okay, except for right now. <laughs> All right, Corona, I'm just going to cut Andrew loose. <laughs>
0: I've been talking to you. What's there to really talk about? Like, hey, man, Hi. you know, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, there's
1: there's not much going
0: on. True. No, no, you've been, I am, you've been doing that thing with your dog, right? The the
1: Yeah, the Corona adventures of Cleese and Andrew.
0: Yes, I saw the one. It's good.
1: Yeah, I, I've enjoyed. You know what? I, I need a creative outlet, and I, I tried early on in, this, uh, in the corona times to go right and get organized and prepared for stand-up when we eventually return, and it just wasn't happening. I could not, I could not get into it at all. Uh, I don't know if it's because life kind of stopped. It's because my world got turned upside down from a work standpoint, but I, I could not get motivated to write, and I needed to do something else.
0: I'm with you, man. I'm with you. That's it. That's it. This this whole thing has been crazy. Like you said, we were entrenched with this stuff, and then it came up, and we recorded some recording, like some... It wasn't Quinspiracy, some other show, and you had said, you were like, I think it's going to be bad, man. And I mean, it's, it's definitely... It, uh, Like, I didn't think it was going to get this serious, but you told me it was, and I stand corrected, honestly. So, I mean... Yeah,
1: but I could have said the same thing in, like, 2003. I'm just a doomsday guy anyway. So, you know... Well,
0: this is uh, is what I was going to say next is... (laughs) uh, This is my friend Andrew Rich. He's fairly new to comedy, but he's had a a, a decent degree of success. Um, But he's definitely... Like he's buttoned down. He's a nice guy, but he could be a serial killer. Definitely, absolutely. <laughs> he's got rage inside of him. There could be bodies in his crawlspace, right? No? Am I right or wrong?
1: Uh, it's, I'm not like that. I'm just, you know, I I <laughs> some believe bad things will happen. You know, and it's
0: just ah, <laughs> You you couldn't see yourself like waking up like what happened where am I and all of a sudden like <laughs> all of a sudden like there's people dead shoved in your crawl space no that would never happen
1: no that's not me okay
0: all right okay no no, no. actually Andrew's a, a really a really cool guy um, well i you know, not
1: we, say
0: that no he's a really cool guy very very um, no very nice guy he's running for mayor of Comedyville so. <laughs> If you hear this, when the elections come around, vote for him. I think he should be mayor of Comedyville.
1: Are <laughs> you forward to the return to comedy? Have you been or even the return to society? Is that something you're looking forward to?
0: <laughs> I mean I if I wasn't, like what would I be looking forward to then? Like like Armageddon? Like <laughs> uh, I, I, Yes. I do. I am, dude. I'm. I did a. I tried to do a virtual mic the other night, Emma Cohen's mic, but I got on and I, my video wasn't working for some reason. On Zoom. Yeah,
1: I, I can't get into those virtual mics. Not for me. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not for. For you know, it's a bad or good thing. It's just. It's not for me. I think comedy is meant to have an audience, and you just can't. You can't do it that way. It's but, strange. But, but, I got on. But, I. I
0: I wasn't on video when I got on for a few minutes, and it was that you know what it you know what it felt? It felt I felt the the cringe of bombing, so at least it gave me that. <laughs> I got a little I got a little cringe out of it, so I you know you need a little cringe.
1: <laughs> Going back to what I was saying this is I really believe this. I do believe that when this is all over and people... Have to return to society. It's not going to be as easy as, as you think. It's like, have you seen Shawshank Redemption? Right? Have you seen that movie?
0: Are you telling me that you're you're equating this to when people get out of prison? The shock that they get, like the culture shock.
1: I think to some extent you're out of that, your fucking mind. Well, can I can, I explain? Go can ahead, I explain? Go ahead. Like right now, yeah, my world has been <laughs> turned upside down from a work perspective. However, there is no pressure to do anything, okay? You don't have to have social obligations. You don't have to go out and do comedy one night. And I'm not saying you don't like those things, but there's always a pressure to do it, right? You have a pressure to go out and be social. You have a pressure to go out and do comedy. You have a pressure to go to the gym. You have all these pressures in life that for right now you do not have. They don't exist. You have a built-in excuse not to do any of those things right? And then you're going to return to society and all these things are going to come back. It's not going to be as easy as everybody thinks. That's all I'm saying.
0: (laughs) You're out of your fucking mind. A lot of people are working from home, dude.
1: Yeah, I'm one of them. Yeah, but you
0: always work from home.
1: Yes, however, my entire (laughs) job turned upside down. I have a new job from what I did four weeks ago, even though I have the same job.
0: You're fucking, you're, you're out of your fucking mind.
1: Well.
0: <laughs> I have to be nice because hey. the last time we tried to do a podcast, I had to, I had to delete it. <laughs> I didn't delete it. I have it, but <laughs> as long as Andrew keeps paying me, I'm not going to release it.
1: <laughs> thing is, you, you, you basically, you have nothing like you didn't. You have no social pressures or, or any, you have none of these, you're not going to the gym, so for you, it's going to be all the same. That's, That's what right. I'm
0: saying, I, dude, I'm here with my baby, man, I was taking care of my baby all week, I, I had a great week.
1: I did need, I needed, I needed the break from comedy, so from a comedy standpoint. Oh, shut the fuck, you just started, douche. I needed a break. Just, I needed
0: a little... You're out of your fucking... I needed a break. Just like... What, what did you say on the, the lost recording? What did you say? I get dramatic. No. <laughs> I over-exaggerate. I get dramatic.
1: I needed a break. What, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? How have you...
0: Are you, being, are you I just want to know, are you, are you being dramatic right now?
1: <laughs> I needed a break. Like, it was a well-timed break i'm not saying i needed four months but i i needed a little time off from comedy like i was, i've been right. doing it okay all zero, right from zero to 100 you are you are so fucking hot
0: you are so hollywooded out right now it's crazy it's crazy
1: it's not like
0: that you're fucking hollywood like
1: out. that dude i needed it's, a break
0: man uh.
1: it's like if uh if you're in the nfl right you play your season the season comes to an end you needed a break that's I, right, I you're, a you're like
0: are at break. the you're at the NFL level of comedy right now. There we go. So, That's what I said. you're
1: right. You didn't. You
0: didn't you're, right. you're out of your fucking mind. So, dude, how's everything going? How's Mrs. Rich doing? Mrs. Rich is doing fine. See, for us,
1: again, like we both work from home always. So, as a family, we're getting along. You know. So it's I, the same
0: thing. Like, so it's the same it,
1: thing for you as for me. Yeah, we've been training for this our whole lives. Like (laughs) we, we're ready, man. We're equipped.
0: What are you equipped with? Are you are you a hoarder? How much toilet paper do you have?
1: From like a normal amount of toilet paper. Oh yeah, are you sure? Yeah, from a mentality standpoint, like we don't really do. Oh, that sounds
0: like some. That sounds like some rationalization. How much? How a couple weeks ago when the toilet paper like went away, how much did you get? I'm not even in charge. I'm not in charge of toilet paper. Oh! You fuck! You are a salesman. Holy shit, that's why you're good at what you do. (laughs) Can't get an answer out of you, huh? All right. I'm not talking to Mrs. Rich, because I like Mrs. Rich. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to bust. If she, you know what, I'm going to put it. If she thought she needed that much toilet paper, then you know what? It's fine. It's fine. But if it was you, I want to know how much it was. Okay? All right?
1: Sure. If I, look the, if I look under the sink with toilet paper there. That's all, I, that's all I need to know. I don't know where the backup toilet paper is or how much there
0: is. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, you know. It, it just... You know what it is, Andrew? It annoys me that people have to be so fucking apocalyptic sometimes, man. I mean, dude, we've been getting Grubhub. We're ordering from Grubhub. Like, the Grubhub took... It was two hours late last night. I mean, that was our biggest problem that we had last night. So, I mean, listen, man, I, I'm grateful. I'm very grateful. But, you know, I think I think it's good that they were so, that, you know, I guess, better safe than sorry, man. What are you going to do?
1: Well, I've gotten into these, uh, like these, I've gotten into get takeout and stuff. And, like, people aren't even wearing gloves. What is that? Why aren't they wearing gloves?
0: Well, some people are. You just got to go to better restaurants.
1: <laughs> Do you know why all the Chinese restaurants are closed, or a good portion of them?
0: Because people, people are fucking racist and they're not ordering Chinese food.
1: That's not why. That's that's originally what I thought, but that's not the reason.
0: <laughs> What's the reason then?
1: Because I think they all have a, the same supplier, and the supplier is closed. That's what I heard. Whoa. Yeah.
0: Wow, I didn't even know that they were closed, man. I'm. I guess I'm one of those races that's not ordering Chinese. food. <laughs> Have you ordered Wait, any? You tried to oh, order. Oh yeah, some? we
1: we get Chinese food like once a week. We order we order enough for like three nights. All right, dude. I oh, hate friends. I
0: hate it when people say that. I talk to you and you give me that like married, like freaking uh uh house stuff, and it's it's terrible. That was horrible. That comment you just made a, that comment you just made about the Chinese food hurt me. It hurt my podcast.
1: Why is that?
0: It hurt everything. Because that's what the, every we get Chinese food and we have it for three days. Plenty of leftovers. Don't say shit like that on my podcast, okay?
1: <laughs> Can you explain why? Is it because you would eat all of that in the first night or is it something else?
0: No, <laughs> because we want cutting edge trimmed comedy on this podcast, Andrew.
1: <laughs> I went I went to a place the other night, it was ninety nine dollars worth of Chinese food. Oh I was my like, are you crazy?
0: Oh are you serious? You bought ninety nine
1: dollars? Yeah, yeah ninety nine dollars. Did you eat all that, dude? How much of that did you really waste? Dude It took three nights. There was no leftovers. There was I mean there was nothing nothing wasted. We ate it over three Three days Are night. you sure?
0: We might have to start getting Mrs. Rich on the phone. You know what I'm saying? We might have to start giving the phone to her because between the toilet paper situation and now this Chinese food situation, I, it sounds fishy to me, man. <laughs> What's Anthony
1: Quinn's go-to Chinese meal in normal time?
0: What's my go-to Chinese meal? Uh, in normal time. Dude, I swear to God, I went to Taco Bell and I tried to get breakfast and they were like... Things are different now, sir. <laughs> they didn't even have time to explain to me anything. They just said things are different now, and I said, "What? I I can't get breakfast?" And he said, "No, just regular."
1: <laughs> so, so you got four tacos at seven thirty in the morning is basically the uh, no. It was moral like it was like, 930.
0: it was like nine thirty. It was like nine thirty in the morning. But he was like, things okay. are different now. He didn't have time to explain it. My go-to, th- I, my Chinese food, I like all kinds of stuff, man. I like, oh, I like, I like
1: barbecue Part ribs. night out, Corona's over, and Anthony Quinn wanders into his favorite Chinese restaurant. What is he ordering? I,
0: I, I like boneless spare ribs, man. I like boneless spare ribs and good pork fried rice and wonton soup. All
1: right, some good stuff. Good stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean I'm 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 old school, but I pretty it, it depends if it's a good Chinese place and I know they have good stuff, then I'll I'll order other stuff. Pepper steak is what I liked when I was a kid. I'm a i am know everything about food, dude. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you think about? I'm keeping it very light about this whole thing with the what do you think about any of these conspiracy theories that you've heard about this COVID? What do you think about that?
1: Well, can you give me can you give me an example of one, and like, I can give you my thoughts. Like
0: the five G one. That's the one everybody's talking about.
1: Okay, maybe I'm living in a bubble. What's the five G conspiracy on? They're
0: saying uh, I believe this is what I believe it is that the five G signal makes your immune system weaker and makes you more susceptible to the virus. Yeah, I don't
1: find something like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're burning towers in um, England and Scotland.
1: Yeah, I I don't buy that. He's on, no, on, no. Saying, you think
0: I? you think they're ordering uh before they burn the towers in England? You think they're ordering a hundred dollars worth of Chinese food? <laughs> <laughs> they, they
1: should, because if you're gonna burn down the towers, you want to do it on a full. You, yeah, you need, you, trim you, need you need the,
0: a lot of sustenance, right? Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm not really joking about a lot of this stuff. It's just there's just so much information, brother. You know, that Can I
1: give you my whole theory on on everything? You want to hear oh, my no. theory on what this oh, is? Oh no!
0: Oh no! I well, guess. I, mean, I, I guess. To some I,
1: extent. To, to some extent, I feel. Listen, my my entire job has been turned upside down. I'm a commission salesperson, and for the mo- and I've been working for 25 years as a commission salesperson, and you know, for the first time ever. I, you know, there's, I'm not having, there's no commission. Like, it's very, very minimal. My work has been turned upside down. So let me ask you a question.
0: Let me ask you a question. If you had to stop working, (laughs) how long could you do that for?
1: (laughs) That's a private conversation that you and I had, Anthony.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious. Hypothetically. (laughs)
1: working for 25 years busting my ass every day i'm proud to say i can support my family pay my mortgage for
0: four to five years how about that four
1: to five years wow that's great
0: wow awesome good (laughs) good so so that's why you get a lot of chinese food so that's good so we're getting somewhere with this podcast so here's
1: here's what i'm saying so i've worked 25 years and I can, you know what, like, that's what you work for. So you work hard for a rainy day. Okay, it's a rainy day. Got you, so got you. Ab-
0: okay, all right, good. I'm happy you're having all a right. good rainy day. So so what's your theory? Go ahead.
1: Just <laughs> said, I have felt a little bit blessed by this whole thing because here I am where, you know, my older son is going to be going off to college next year and you know we've all been doing our own things for so long where my wife does her thing i do my thing my older son does his thing my younger son does his thing and you know here we are the six months prior to when he's about to go to college and we are all uh forced is not the right word forced is
0: the right word you fucker it's the right, first so word that came to place. mind. Don't bullshit me on my show.
1: I, I couldn't find a better word, but we're all in a situation where we have to be in the same place <laughs> I couldn't for a not. long period if of time. You,
0: if you can't find a better word, then that's the fucking word.
1: Time <laughs> force, stuck, whatever you want to call it. But we've been blessed with this opportunity, right? We've been blessed that we have this time Together, that we never would have had otherwise, but, and they would have just passed us by.
0: The question so is, how about Andrew. That? The qu- this is the big question. Are you the only one that feels blessed?
1: <laughs> I, I think that a lot of people should feel blessed.
0: I'm talking and about. They, in, I'm talking about in your family, in your family.
1: Oh, I see. Um, I, I I think my wife buys into it a little bit. My kids are still on the other side of it, where they're young. They're young enough where they don't have a different perspective. <laughs>
0: So, what does that mean that they hate the situation and they wish they could go out and play with their friends?
1: No, they're fine. They are fine. We we have tried this our entire life. We are equipped to handle this scenario. I would say to all listeners out there is that this is an opportunity that, you know, most likely none of us will ever have again, where. I'm not saying there won't be another pandemic, but this is like a fun pandemic to some extent. Like, there's a, you, you, nobody's really worried about going out and getting sick. Nobody's worried about being attacked by <laughs> gang that's going to, you know, try and steal your food or you turning into a zombie. Like, it's sort of a fun pandemic. <laughs> so just be
0: grateful first. that there's no looting yet.
1: <laughs> well, for that, but be grateful for the time that you have where anything that you ever wanted to do or try, you could essentially do it. You, could, you know, like, I'm, I'm for working my ass off for work, but after that, there's as I said, there's no pressure. So do whatever you always wanted to do. And, what are you, you know, doing?
0: Like, Your signal's fucked up.
1: It's just the wind. It's the wind. Uh, I'm outside walk. I gotta go for a walk when I talk to Anthony Quinn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you live such a—you live in a glass fucking house, dude. You live in Anthony Quinn has to help you break down the walls. <laughs>
1: Listen, I've ever been right now. I have a very good attitude about this. My overall theory is that like society in general had been really bad for a very long time. Everybody hated each other. We were always fighting. It was just bad. And this was—I'm not going to say God—but this was a higher power's way of giving us a, all a timeout. Like we're a bunch of toddlers. Go to your room. Are you going to go to your room?
0: Are you going to start a cult or something? Is that it?
1: No, this is just what I believe. <laughs> I'm not meaning you would me, I'm just telling you, this no, is what no, I believe. So I heard.
0: I heard some people on the internet saying stuff like, um, saying stuff like. Make this your opportunity to shine. <laughs> Brush up on your skills. There's gonna be a lot of jobs. <laughs> I swear I heard people saying shit like that. So I don't know, dude. I, I you know, I think you just have to try your best. Ever. I say this all the time on the show, it's broken record, but you know, you assess the situation as a rational human being, and you you know, you do your best. And the fact that I even have to say that on my podcast is saddening to me. <laughs>
1: Give, give me some of the other conspiracies. We heard the five G one. I didn't. I didn't know anything about that one. I don't. I don't buy that one. Well, give me another. Well, one.
0: along with the five G one, they say that the the vaccine for COVID is going to have uh, computer chips in it that okay. can that can control you or somehow you know make you susceptible or somehow be able to control you or something. Dude, I don't spend a lot of time reading this, but um, you know the dude that's saying that. Got kicked off YouTube. So if you're that much of a quack, why are they kicking you? You know, I don't know. It's, 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 it is a little bit strange, but I don't know. David Icke is the guy. He's the conspiracy guy. David Icke, he's the original, like, shape shifting lizard guy. He's the guy that he's talking talk about the shape shifting lizards. But let me tell you, David Icke, he was a famous soccer player and he was like, Who's a, who who do you think, do you know sports? Who's a famous sportscaster you can think
1: of? Marv.
0: Huh? Marv.
1: Albert.
0: Okay. So he was like the Marv Albert of, of soccer over there. He was like, he was like the John Madden of soccer over there. He was huge. He was a, a, an announcer, like he was a, a commentator. And one day he woke up and he thought he, something happened. He thought he, he thought he was God, thought he was Jesus or something. Something happened, and he was kind of shunned, but now he came back, and now he's like a conspiracy guy. This is years ago, and the dude's got some pretty interesting fucking information, and I mean, (laughs) some of it's really wacky, but he's been saying the same shit for years, and why all of a sudden you're just going to take him off YouTube like that? That's kind of strange to me, so I don't know.
1: Well, let, let me tell you this one, okay? And, and this is not something I, I believe, but I'm not putting it out there as something I believe.
0: How, you live however, you live a life of a... Dis, you live a disclaimer life.
1: I'm just careful. I'm you terrible. have to
0: disclaim everything.
1: Hypothetically, if, if China wanted to conquer the world, okay? Hypothetically, if China wanted to conquer the world... Isn't this exactly how they would do it? Meaning, first, what they would do is they would spread a disease internally that they know that they control. Yes, they know they're going to lose some people along the way, but they release this disease that they can control, and those people are just casualties of war. Then that disease spreads to the entire country, but to the entire world, crippling all of their economies, uh, depleting their military and hospital staff and all that stuff, lowering the value of stock, and then they come in with financial, you know, money, buying up these lower value stocks until their army comes in and takes our army out, because we're already depleted. I'm not saying they do that, they're doing that, but if they wanted to take over the world, wouldn't that be how they would do it? <laughs>
0: Let me tell you, man, I can, Not see, bad, right? I can see why you're such a dark, twisted fuck, dude. <laughs> this,
1: that's a movie plot right there. I mean, that, that, that's how they would do it. This is exactly how they would oh do it. Oh
0: my God, you're fucking... <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm at a loss, actually, Andrew, because I'm driving places and there's nobody on the road. It's just... It's it's like every day is like Monday night or something.
1: <laughs> have you lost track of days though? Have
0: you? Been I have. I actually, I have lost track of days, and it's been it's been strange, very strange. Thank God it's only um, been strange for me, man. You know, thank God it hasn't been that bad. I mean, or thank whatever pagan deity I I worship. You know. Um, a,
1: a corona weekend is a very nice weekend I'm just telling so, you I mean so, like so you're you like,
0: go out for a walk so, so you're like listen man we gotta keep it cool we can't talk about my personal life but the Chinese are taking over the world with the coronavirus <laughs> See, like, I didn't say what
1: that, that you, to, what the fuck is wrong with you dude what the fuck I've been watching I've been watching the world war II documentary on Netflix <laughs> so you know like they show how Hitler was trying to take over all of Europe And it just kind of had me thinking that if the Chinese wanted to take over the world, this is how they would do it. Or not even the Chinese. Any country. Any country, if they wanted to take over the world, this would be a good, effective way to do it. But, I mean, they've always said that. They've always (laughs)
0: said that. This is something that's been said for a long time. Um, You know, the problem, Andrew, is that there's just so much bullshit out there. You know, I probably should be trying to sift through some of it. But, um, I, really, even if I did know the truth, I don't even know what I could do. The best thing I can do right now is try to create a safe environment for my family. You know, and that's, I mean, that's really all I can do. And if you're somebody that can do more than that, do it. Um, you know, other than that, I mean, I think conspiracy theories and all that kind of shit just makes everybody... And this is... I have a conspiracy show. And I can be a conspiracy nut a little bit about some shit sometimes. I'm more of a skeptic these days. Um, I like talking about it. Um, I defend conspiracies. But... Um, I don't know. I just think right now... There'll be plenty of time. There'll be plenty of time to talk about conspiracies about this whole thing. You know? There'll be plenty of time to do that. So... I don't know if it's the best idea right now, and that's why I'm not really doing it. <laughs> sure. And
1: neither am I. Until
0: Andrew Rich comes on and says, China's taking over the world with the COVID.
1: <laughs> I never said that. I, that that's going to be the clip in the New York Times, the, the blurb <laughs> taken completely out of context.
0: Yeah, then everyone's listening to this, dude. There's Dude, the dozens of people that are listening to this are going to be freaked out. <laughs>
1: That is what I said. They're gonna Andrew be like, said,
0: whoa, that Andrew Rich guy is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you're fun- Dude, that that recording, that night, that in the car is hysterical, dude. Hysteric. Yeah. It is really funny though. You're just like you're like, we got we can't air this. We can't air this. <laughs> you're like, I'm telling all the secrets. I'm telling all the secrets. What secrets were you referring to?
1: What was that? I didn't hear? You cut out on me for a second there. Yeah, you were saying you, you,
0: Uh-oh, what's going uh, on? Are you in the house again?
1: No, I walked past the car. That's all. Sorry. Oh.
0: You were like I, I'm telling you all the secrets. What are the secrets?
1: I don't, I don't remember what sequence you're referring
0: to. <laughs> ah, are you pleading the no, fifth? Are you fucking... No, de- I
1: really have no idea what you're referring to. I, I know that you've brought up those tapes that we recorded that night many times hoping that I'll just be like, all right, Anthony, you can release them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I don't even want to release them. I don't even... I just want to refer to them and laugh my ass off because they're funny. Yeah. They're funny, dude. They're funny. That There was a Mexican dishwasher there that night, too. There was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, my.
1: listen, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I am, I am very curious to see what, what this is going to look like on the flip side. I, I, I was, I mentioned Shawshank before. Like, remember Brooks <laughs> when he hung himself and he wrote, "Brooks, dude, was you're, here? You're, I, you're, I'm concerned that's going to be me."
0: You're out of your fucking mind, dude. <laughs> I know people. I was a counselor. I know people that did go to prison for many years, and they come out, and it is weird to them seeing women is weird to them. If you're a man, you've been, been in prison, you go to a convenience store and there's a woman in there. You know, like people do get shit like that, but you're, you're not going to get that shit from 2 months without fucking as much toilet paper as you want. Or like 2 months without, you know, going to the freaking I, I don't know. Like what is it that it, you do? It's
1: not that, it's the society, it's the pressures of society that's what it is if but you're but after prison, like two
0: months you think it's gonna be like people got out of prison dude that's that's no
1: but <laughs> the, I, I, I think there's something there listen if you go to prison right other than just kind of staying safe and making sure you don't you know, get get your ass kicked or, or anything like that, right? You really have no pressure. You don't have to pay the bills. You don't have to do anything. It's just you're, you're, you're at, on a routine. You're, you're, you're on, on fucking a fucking
0: okay. mind. Do you have any idea what it's like to be in prison, dude? It's not no. like that. It's not like that. That used to be like minimum security prisons used to be like that. They don't have those anymore, dude. You go to prison, you're going to a max or a medium, dude. And okay, you have to you have to worry pressure? about what? you have to worry about plenty of shit when you're there, man.
1: <laughs> Besides staying alive and keeping yourself from getting your ass kicked, what do you have to worry
0: about? <laughs> Besides those two things, yeah, man, you know. Yeah, you, you are you're out of your fucking mind. Listen to what you're saying.
1: There's how no many fear people of missing out, right? Right now there's no fear of missing out. But Nobody how many people that? have That's to even
0: how many people have to even do that at all? They don't have to fear for anything at all ever.
1: So, this is and, my life I have pressures and fears and things that just they yeah, don't but You exist. Had, had that have no shit.
0: You had that shit before this, dude. It's I almost you know what Andrew, it's almost like you're hoping people understand you more after this. <laughs>
1: I'm saying I'm gonna have a tough return to society. I don't think I'm the only one.
0: You're going I, gonna have, a, t- going to have a tough return. You're gonna have a tough return to society. I think so. What, I say, I'm, well, I'm, it's gonna be I'm only. About it's gonna be only fifty dollars at the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're, what, you're, it, you're it, out of this your fucking this mind.
1: valid points. I'm sorry, you can't see them.
0: <laughs> but so okay, all right, well, all right. So so give me an example. Give me an example of what you're talking about is like, it's like a culture shock. Like there's another name for it that's slipping my mind right now, but it's like a culture shock that you get from being incarcerated. Um, Okay. So that's what you're talking about. So, so, so give me an example. What's going to be awkward for you when everybody's happy and out of the house again, what's going to be awkward for Andrew Rich? Okay. So
1: before this started, I, I felt an internal pressure to go out and do stand-up at least four nights a week, okay, where you don't always want to go out and do stand-up. Yeah, once you're there, you like it, you're glad you're there, but to actually get up and go out and do it, there's a pressure to do it, right? You're tired, you have work early the next day, you want to maybe relax on your couch, but you have this pressure. And then the night when you're not going out, well, now you have this pressure to write, Okay? So all these pressures that are there just in the stand-up world, right now, they don't exist. I'm not saying that's better. I'm just saying there's a lack of pressure in that area. And then all of a sudden, we're going to come back, and you're going to get hit with that pressure again. Boom. Right there. That's number one. What do you think of that? <laughs>
0: Dude, okay. dude, you, you, listen, what I've been talking to people, I know you don't listen to the fucking show, so I don't, I don't, ex- I don't expect you to know what I've been talking to people about. <laughs> what we were talking about is the comedy bug. I had Wunderlich on the other day and we were talking about the comedy bug and you have the comedy bug, douche. That's why you were out because you have yeah, the fucking but- comedy bug.
1: Yeah, but you know what, if I'm being, you know, like, listen, the comedy bug, maybe I could go out twice a week and and satisfy the comedy bug. However, you know, I want to go out four or five so that I keep up with the Joneses, stay sharp, get my name out there, get better,
0: do all those things. So there's an added pressure. That's all I'm saying. It's an added pressure. I don't understand what you're saying. You can't do it two times a week because you have to do it four or five or six or ten.
1: And what was the word you just said in there? Have to. The word you just said was you have to. Because you You have the
0: comedy bug.
1: But that's a pressure. That's a pressure that right now I don't have. I have no pressure to go out and do comedy right now because nobody's doing it right? There's no pressure. That doesn't mean I don't like it. That doesn't mean I don't miss it. It just means that that little bit of pressure that I felt every day to write a little bit more and to go out that (laughs) night and stay a little later and do all those things that we were doing, okay, that pressure is no longer there for the time being. And when this is over, that pressure is going to hit you in the face, okay? And you're going to be like, wow, Andrew was right.
0: <laughs> what do you when, think of that? when they when they come and when they come and get you and take you away, yeah. look at the cameras and just say Anthony Quinn is funny, okay? <laughs> just say uh, like Quinnspiracy, Anthony Quinn is funny. Give me a good plug. Because
1: <laughs> I, I would like to know what the comedy world thinks of my statement. There, that's no, what I'd like to know.
0: Andrew, Andrew, you—it's it, just—it's like you're. You're saying that you're that this is going to have an adverse effect on your comedy career? Is that what you're saying?
1: I'm just saying I don't know what it's going to be like when all of a sudden I return to society and I have all these pressures that I had before that I don't have right now. And comedy is one of them. That's all I'm saying. Comedy is a pressure. As much as I like it, as much as I enjoy doing it and taking pride in my work, and putting my best foot forward it is still a pressure that does not exist okay. at so all. so
0: okay so i think i understand what you're saying i've talked to people about this um wonderlick is actually happy that uh, people are going to not do comedy because they feel pressure to keep their jobs and th- it's just th- their priorities are going to be different so okay. that, now that is is different than what i thought you were talking about
1: what he's saying and what I'm saying are totally different. He's yes. saying you're going to have other pressures, and comedy is going to be moved down the totem pole in terms of your priorities because of other pressures that you have. I'm not saying that. I'm saying comedy itself is a pressure, so, so and he- the same way that going to the gym is a pressure, and you know, spending time with your family is a pressure. Okay, these are all things that you have to do that you have to do. Right, but right now you don't have to do anything. You just sit back and
0: it all comes to you. Like you're in prison. You are a twisted fuck. You really are. You you and Yusef should hang out, man. (laughs) Yeah? I think if me, you, and Yusef did a podcast, no one would know what the fuck we were talking about, man. (laughs) Uh, Probably be very successful, dude. Probably be very successful. Uh, You know... I I think um, everyone has to adjust to what we're going through, but just like anything else, um, if you want something and it makes you, you know, I, you know, I'm never going to stop comedy. So, you know, once everything gets back to normal, I'll be doing as many open mics as I possibly can. I'll be doing as many book shows as I possibly can. So, me personally, it's not going to affect anything, if anything... I'm going to try to be supportive of people, you know, that want to come my, back.
1: My my point is, is that you don't know that. You don't you you're thinking that right now, but you don't know. And and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're right. I'm not saying there is a wrong or a right. I'm just saying that if this goes on for another thirty days, sixty days, ninety days, whatever it is, we, <laughs> nobody knows. Okay. You don't know what you're gonna feel like at the end of that. You might have the best intentions to go out and do comedy, but then you might be like, All right, I'll do it tomorrow. All right, I'll do it tomorrow. You don't know.
0: Andrew, you're one of these people, I swear to God, I love you, man. The the short time I've known you we seem like we we've had but it's almost like you seem like you're you're it's not that you're happy, but you're like charged about it. You're like it could be thirty days. It could it could be ninety days. Like, it's almost like you want it do you want it to be ninety days?
1: No, but listen, I am in I am in the events production business, okay? I am in the the business of live events. So from from that standpoint, I was the first for things to stop and I will be the last for things to go back because it, it involves large okay. gatherings right. of people, okay? So, so realistically, so, you
0: want it as soon as possible. You want it as soon as
1: possible. Well, I, I, it would be great for it to come back from a financial perspective, but what I'm looking at is thinking, like, I don't think these things are going to come back. For, from a normal <laughs> standpoint, you're looking at September.
0: Dude, I hate talking with you about this shit. I swear to <laughs> fucking God. You are so fucking morbid, dude. Jesus It's not morbid. It's real.
1: It's real. Listen, you know, my, my, my wife, you know, uh, my kids, they all they're all at the sleepaway camp for the summer. Right. That's the big thing right now. Like no camp, any camp is in jeopardy of not happening this summer. Right. Isn't that like a that's a terrible thing. These people, everybody looks forward to this the entire year. They want to go to sleepaway camp, right? My wife, is this is her Is that what they want to up? do?
0: They they look yeah. forward to it the entire. They must have a, I went to sleepaway camp when I was a kid, and it wasn't that good. <laughs> well,
1: because you were the kid they made fun of.
0: No, 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 I wasn't. No, they were crazy. Shit was going on. People were getting beat and thrown off beds, and it was it was a pretty sick scene, actually.
1: <laughs> no, please, sleepaway camp an hour. Sleepaway camp hour. Life is. It's the place. It's where. My wife and I met. It's where my wife works. It's where my kids go. It's it, it's something that's very important. To it sounds us like and, it sounds and like part
0: a, of our life forever. Sounds like a terrible like National Lampoon's movie or something. Sounds like some <laughs> yeah. kind of movie where you have to like try to save the sleepaway camp or some shit. <laughs> 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 the only one that can help us is Anthony Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Don't worry, man. That's a big thing. That's a big thing. You tell Mrs. Rich.
1: Dude,
0: you tell Mrs. Rich. You tell Mrs. Rich I'm on it, man. I'll help her any way I can. Any way I can, man.
1: As many plugs. As many
0: plugs on the Quinspiracy show as she needs, she's got it, baby.
1: (laughs) I did have plans, by the way, for this summer before everything got derailed. I was gonna bring a team of comedians up to the camp one night, and we were going to do a mic up there. Wow. It was such a good... A, yeah, we were going to take, like, five staff members, right? This was my plan. Tell me what you think. We're going to take five <laughs> staff members... No
0: liquor, right? Five, no liquor. No liquor and no drugs, right? Uh, no liquor, no drugs. Okay, right, all right. Obviously. Okay, good. Okay. Good, so Andrew, gonna take? Good
1: boy. We're going to take five, five, five to seven comedians, and you're going to take five staff members, and we're going to go alternate between comedians, and staff member who would treat it like an open mic. So there would be a booked mic slash open mic with the camp, with the staff members. It would have been great.
0: It sounds very complicated. Sounds very no. But, I would.
1: I'm good at producing shit like that. It would have been great. But you know what? Yeah, I just know I one wouldn't thing. I would even let you come along.
0: I know one thing <laughs> that Anthony Quinn. Anthony Quinn would kill, and you know that too. Okay. Yeah, that's of that's, course. that's that's the only definite in the whole situation is that. So. <laughs>
1: It would it, listen. If that happens, it, it will be really fun. and It will be great. But I had all these plans. <laughs> they're gone. They're over. Yeah.
0: Dude, you I get I, I get I get so many bookings for sleepaway camps. <laughs> it's hard, <laughs> dude. It's hard for me to to manage them all. So make sure you really pencil me in, dude. Make sure you you know.
1: It, it, I, you, I I would never. I would never forget about you. Yeah, I'm I'm saying make
0: sure you you contact my publicist and make sure the date's right. Okay.
1: (laughs) I might think it's one of my
0: other sleepaway camp gigs, okay? I'll
1: make sure you're not booked at another camp for sure.
0: Okay, all right. So is there anything else, Andrew? How's everybody? Everybody good in your family? Everything okay?
1: I'm telling you, we're great, man. We've never been better. We've never been better. We're enjoying it. We're taking it all in. We're taking it in stride. You, are, you know, it's you, just,
0: you are a fucking strange dude. You're like, dude, we've never been better, man. It's true. We're
1: watching do, the West Wing. You ever watch the West Wing?
0: Do you have like power crystals in your house and shit? Do you, do you pray to like goat's heads and stuff?
1: You no, know, we're just taking it all in, man. Taking it in stride and we're blessed with this opportunity to take a step back from society, do you, be together, do you and think, realize what's important. Do you think this
0: is God... Uh, doing what he has to do or no?
1: I think it's a higher power that has given us all a time out to reflect.
0: And a time for some people to die.
1: Yeah, listen, there is that side of that and I completely understand that. <laughs> there's that, but to, yeah, there's to that this side.
0: Point, of, I'm having yeah, fun with my family, but there's that side of it where people are dying too.
1: Listen, <laughs> what the, the major- fuck is listen, wrong with you? People people die every day in wars and things like that, and we live our lives, okay? Yes, there is a tragic side to this that I completely understand. Uh, fortunately for me, and knock on wood, it has not been directly... It has not directly affected me in any way, right? I, 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 no, your I job. Am, it has, and,
0: though. Your job. It's affected your yeah, job. Yeah,
1: yes, but I could. I, as I said, I could absorb that for a little while. Okay.
0: Four I years. Am, four years, people. Wow.
1: I admire. I admire all the people that are on the front lines of this. I, I, uh, you know, feel oh bad for the God. people that are affected by all this. But for me personally, to this point, I am doing the most I can with it. And we have, you know, is that's this, all you can is do. This,
0: is this the best time of your life? I'm not
1: listening. I'm not <laughs> going down that. I'm just saying I am making the most of the situation. And anybody that's otherwise, are you, like, are you learning missing how, out on an opportunity?
0: Are you learning how to dance and shit? Are you doing stuff you never wanted to do, like you're learning how to dance and play piano?
1: <laughs> no, but I've encouraged my my son is, has been cooking, like uh, you know, every day as something for him to learn. Cool. That's one thing. Yeah, you the, know?
0: The virus taught me how to sauté. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> before the, before like that, that darn virus, not. I used to burn everything. Now I know how to sauté. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, brother. I don't know. I don't, don't hey don't you learn to
1: play a musical instrument, Anthony? Why don't you take the next uh, three months and learn how to play uh, dude, the ukulele? I've been something. trying to
0: play the skin flute, but I just can't get it, dude. I just can't. I'm not into it. It's not my thing. So, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, listen, we're going to wrap this up. I think I got to get back to my baby. Um, I don't think we talked that much about conspiracies, but, you know, I'm putting a lot of these shows out. Um, It's like a new format. I appreciate, you know, anybody who's listening and, uh, you know, my people coming on, being patient, helping me hammer this thing out. Uh, Hopefully, we'll be back to doing the in person shows because that's really what I like to do um but we're all adapting we're all adapting and
1: <laughs> serious Anthony Quinn some of us be serious for a some of us
0: some of us are adapting really good like Andrew Rich and his family
1: that's what you gotta do man
0: they're skipping I, through fucking puddles cool,
1: you man. gotta train I trained my whole life for this thing
0: <laughs> I trained my whole <laughs> life so this is like your Olympics
1: I'm ready, man. I'll take anybody on in a corona battle. I could do that. Honestly, if it wasn't for the financial situation and the health of other people, I can do this forever.
0: If it wasn't... What the fuck is wrong with you? If it wasn't... Oh my I don't even have time to address that, honestly. That is just that is just I don't crazy. mean I don't
1: mean that exactly. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I don't, so. I a, don't the,
0: mean that the, exactly. The Anthony
1: Quinn conspiracy <laughs> audience has understood what I have to I just want you to Anthony know I
0: just want you to know that we're airing this motherfucker.
1: I'm in, <laughs> this, man. I haven't said this, anything I regret. This is being I haven't said anything is, I regret.
0: This is being published, motherfucker. Because this he'll be like, We're not airing this. We're not airing No,
1: I'm good. I'm good, man. I feel feel confident in everything I said. And and I will reiterate that the the Chinese thing, it was just a hypothetical.
0: (laughs) That's good, man. What you have to do when you're like a married guy like him, you have to back. He's just so used to backpedaling. And he's a salesman? Yeah. There we go, man. All right. So anyway, listen, Andrew, thanks for coming by, man. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. And, um, you know, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, man. I'll see (laughs) you soon. Three months. All right, later. Let me see here. Okay. All right, that was Andrew Rich and his apocalyptic, crazy (laughs) view on the world. I have no idea why he thinks that way. The guy is like... um, He's almost like a character on Friends or something. Like, he's... (laughs) Probably like a friend of a character on. Like somebody's jaded friend on Friends. There we go. Anyway, I'd like to thank Andrew Rich again for coming by. And um, this has been Quinspiracy. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers.